Welcome to this week's episode of Relaunch My Life Radio. I want to share with you in this episode an honest review of my experience at Gwingana Health Retreat, as well as some snippets from our holiday to Queensland and the real intention behind the holiday and what I discovered on the other side of it. Welcome to Relaunch My Life Radio. I'm your host, Juliet Lever. And a few years ago, I personally relaunched my own life from being a workaholic, alcoholic, and chocoholic to now living a life of my own design. I'm on a mission to free you from an unfulfilling job or passionless life. And so with 10-minute tips and 30-minute interviews and stories to tune into, tune in to Relaunch My Life Radio to discover your highest potential and feel inspired to live a life of zero regrets. If you want more, be sure to hit subscribe and visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. Welcome to this week's episode of Relaunch My Life Radio, where I am going to share with you in the next 10 minutes, an overview of my week away in Queensland, the intention for the holiday, and also a review of my wellness weekend retreat at Gwingana Wellness Retreat. So last Monday in the morning, my beautiful partner Paul and I went on a plane together for a holiday for the first time in over two years. And the intention was really for us to press pause, to take a break and to have a week where we could simply play. So what I mean by this is my intention for this holiday was really for us to just have some silly fun, to embrace our inner child and honestly let go a little bit because it has seemed like the last few years, maybe you know, taking things seriously and there's just a lot of heaviness at times in the world. And so we really just wanted to play. And so we decided to stay in the Gold Coast in Surfers Paradise. And we have several beautiful friends that live around that area as well that we wanted to see. And the very first thing we did after we checked into our beautiful apartment, we stayed at the Pepper's Soul Uh, It was an Airbnb up on the 53rd floor, which was incredibly high. Uh, The first thing we did is we actually walked across the road to the Surfer's Paradise time zone and we got a $100 card and just played on all of the different games at time zone. And I really went there with the intention of just nurturing and nourishing that playful inner child in myself that sometimes I push away because I've got work to do, as we can sometimes get in the habit of doing. And it's really funny, at this particular time zone, they have got about five different pinball machines. And pinball machines are something, I grew up with a pinball machine actually in my house growing up. And so it was like an old school one. So they've always had a bit of a special place in my heart, fond memories of childhood, but there's something that Paul has actually really started being interested in, fascinated by. We've got a little bit of a collection now, but it's interesting because pinball, just like anything in life, is a real opportunity to be present and observe yourself. And we actually kind of use it as a little bit of a self-awareness piece as well as a little bit of fun and relaxation because there's something funny that happens. You, you kind of go into a meditative 
trance-like state when all you're doing is just watching that beautiful silver ball roll around the play field. And it's also really interesting to observe your own ego playing games like this, for example, because we've noticed or I've noticed that the moment I have a thought of, oh, I'm actually playing quite well, the ball drains. <laughs> and the moment I'm detached and I don't even really care what happens with the ball, all of a sudden I'm, you know, hitting a high score. So it's really fascinating. And I think we can kind of play with that idea of Zen and, and mindfulness no matter what we're doing. And some people might think that's a little bit strange to talk about pinball or games as a form of meditation, but really anything in life can be meditation, right? <laughs> so oh, the, the next day that we were up there, of course, we, we, ran across to the ocean in the morning. As soon as the sun came up, it was around 6.30 or 7am, love Queensland. And we dipped in the ocean and had a swim before heading off to meet up with some beautiful friends of ours who have moved up to Queensland from Adelaide. And we went to an area called Springbrook National Park. And we went to a couple of the waterfalls. There were some hikes around there as well. And it was so beautiful, you know, to be around the, the negative ions, the charge of the waterfalls. It's just, it's something that I think we'll all agree is just super healing to be in the presence of them. And nature really is just phenomenal for that. I didn't even need to swim to feel like I had been bathed in the energy of those waterfalls. And so we actually, the next couple of days as well, while we were up in Queensland, we went to a couple of the theme parks, which I have never been to. So I never did the Queensland holidays as a kid. And so it was something that I've always just wanted to experience because so many people I know have talked about them. And aside from, you know, all of the, um, I guess, tackiness that can be involved, the intention of the holiday was really just to have some fun. So we thought, okay, why not? So we went to Movie World with one of my close friends and her partner, and I was shocked to actually discover that I am a little bit of a ride wuss all of a sudden. So it's funny because my memory of being at theme parks was from, you know, maybe 10 or 15 years old, a couple of theme parks I'd been to overseas. And I loved the scary rides, the thrill seeker rides. And the couple of rides that I went on at these theme parks this time around, I didn't enjoy as much as I thought I was going to. (laughs) And I kind of reflected upon it the sharp turns, the going upside down, the the thrill-seeking, right, the adrenaline rush. I don't know if it's the yoga teacher in me that is trying to calm down. I don't know if it's the recovered anxious type personality. But I do know that I spend a large part of my teenage years and my early 20s living in my head and being what I would refer to as a bit dissociated, so not actually being in my body. And now that I'm much more embodied and I'm much more in tune with my body and I am more in tune with my senses and my sensitivity as well, it was a little less than comfortable to put my body through those things. So that was really fascinating. Uh, And, you know, I think it's a really interesting thing to observe that sometimes the things that we enjoyed at one point in our lives, it doesn't mean it's always going to be the same because we're always growing and shifting and changing and evolving. And it's not good or bad or right or wrong. It's, it's just interesting to observe like, Hmm, that, that was different to what perhaps I had the perception it would be. Um, we did, we did go to SeaWorld on one of the days. We didn't spend too long there, but it was really beautiful. You know, despite having animals in captivity, it was beautiful to be able to appreciate these animals and see them up front. And, and, you know, they, the, 
SeaWorld does do a lot to support wildlife and it was really special to be able to witness such amazing creatures that I would never normally have the opportunity to see in person as well. And um, so that was really beautiful. And so then huh, on the Friday, um, we took a drive up. We actually took an Uber up to uh, an area called Talabudra where Gungana Health Retreat is hosted. And the Uber driver, I think, got a little more than he bargained for when he picked us up because the drive up to Gwingana, once you get up near the gates, it's so windy and it added about another 10 or 15 minutes to our trip just getting in the front gate up to the reception area. But it was really beautiful to arrive there. Um, it's it's set on hundreds of acres. It's rolling hills. It's lush. It's green. There's um, houses all on the property where people can stay. It can actually hold up to 70 guests. So it's a really big retreat venue and very well organized. Like it is a well-oiled machine. They uh, know exactly what they're doing. They've won a lot of awards. And it's somewhere I've, I've always wanted to go. Actually, about 10 years ago, my previous employer, my previous boss, she actually went there and brought me back some of the detox tea. And I used to always drink it at my desk when I was stressed out and working in corporate. And I promised myself I would I would go to Gwingana one day. And so it was really awesome to be there. Uh, and so we were only there for three days and also Paul and I were there together and I'm aware that it may have been a different experience going there on my own as I would have, you know, had a bit more of just my own space and a bit of silence, but it was so special for us to, to have that time there together and to enjoy it together. Uh, so yeah, the, the, there were a lot of activities. There was definitely a lot on the on the menu for the weekend the three days and everything is optional which of course I really appreciate having run retreats for years I think everyone has a different appetite for how many activities they want to do and and the last thing you want to do is go to a retreat and just feel tired because you've done way too much but there are some people who really have uh you know the real desire to do all of the things when they go on a retreat so my honest review, I thought I'd give it a real honest review. The first thing I have to say is the food was amazing. Guingana lives by the slow principle. So that stands for seasonal, local, organic and whole. And everything they serve is organic. A lot of things have grown on site and and the food was like five star. I I loved every single meal that I had. The options were very generous, like the portions were very generous. And they also, what I liked is they actually don't serve any water at the tables um, because they encourage you to leave 15 minutes before eating and 15 minutes after eating so that your digestive acids are acidic enough to break down your food. And there's also a big encouragement to chew your food slowly and mindfully, which I think is easier because we're all asked not to have any phones with us at any point. And so it's so nice to enjoy meals without mobile phones. So I definitely have taken that tip home as well. And one thing Paul and I have done since returning home is we've committed to having certain times of the day that we have our phones and certain times that we have no phone zone. And that feels really cool to have brought that back. Uh, the next thing I will review is the spa in the spa treatments. Uh, on the Saturday, I had two spa treatments after I had done a morning hike and some cardio salsa, which was a really fun class, lots of fun, uh, and even qigong in the morning. 
which was beautiful outside. The spa treatments, oh my gosh, the, the architecture of the spa in itself is an experience. It's so beautiful. It's hard to even describe, but it's worth going to. They've set that spa up. I think there's over 30 treatment rooms. It's massive and it's really well set up system. I had an integrated massage, which was a beautiful massage, like probably one of the best massages I've had, um, where the massage therapist was like an older man and he was very intuitive. And it wasn't just like, you know, a set massage where you know where they're going to go on your body next. He really worked certain areas and then even did some Reiki and energy healing and pulled a guidance card at the end, which was really sweet as well. Uh, so that was amazing. And also had a hydrating facial, which was really beautiful. So the treatments, five star as well, I would say. And then in terms of the accommodation, we we actually decided to kind of go all out. We booked a really nice uh, villa for ourselves. One of the villas that I had looked at, it has a plunge pool coming off the balcony, overlooking the view of the mountains and out to the to the um to the gold coast and so we we spent a fair bit to really indulge and we thought look we're only there for two nights let's get the the best room that we possibly can and oh Paul actually joked when we were going up to Guingana oh yeah but you know how good can a room be and the moment we checked in he his jaw kind of dropped and he realized like oh this this good <laughs> and so the villa it was beautiful. As soon as we checked in during the day, absolutely beautiful. You walk out the balcony and there's this beautiful plunge pool with natural water that doesn't have, you know, harsh chlorines or anything. And, and the whole villa is like open plan. So the bathroom, the bedroom, the lounge room is all open plan, which is incredible. And the only critique I have to give is that the first night when we went to go to sleep, we actually had just finished a seminar talking about the importance of getting quality sleep and sleeping in a dark room. And we were really surprised that there were no blinds in the lounge room or the bathroom. There was a blind in the bedroom, but there are street lights that were so bright and they were actually shining directly into the lounge room and directly into the bathroom such that our whole bedroom and where we were sleeping it felt like, I don't know if you've ever been in a house when there's a car that's parked out the front and has high beams directly pointing in your house. That's what it felt like we were trying to sleep in. And and we were almost in disbelief. We, we went to bed at about 8.40 and we thought, oh, well, maybe the lights would turn off at nine o'clock, but they didn't. They stayed on all night. So we sort of had to sleep in this beautiful room with towels and blankets over our head because we didn't bring our eye masks, of course. Didn't think about that. Uh, so that, that is a little disappointing. We did leave uh, feedback for them about that because they could very easily get some block out blinds. Um, so that was just a little bit surprising, but that would be the only thing I would say. The, the accommodation otherwise was beautiful. We actually, our villa was a little far from the reception and dining area. So we were given a golf cart buggy, which is super fun to drive around to get to and from places. And, and that was really fun. Um, we also met some lovely people on our tables. Um, you share a table and you talk to people. Uh, and then every three meals, you get moved to a, a new table. So you get the opportunity to meet some different people. So it was um it was lovely it was a really beautiful recharging weekend and um absolutely felt like the great 
bookend at the end of all of the theme parks and adrenaline rush. It was really nice. We sort of started the the week with um with waterfalls, then theme parks, and then ended the week with retreat. So it was a a really fun uh, seven days away, and and yet coming home. I'm just, you know, so grateful as well for my life, grateful for our home, grateful for our business, um, you know, grateful for so many things. And I think it's really beautiful to be able to go somewhere like Wingana and, and for me in my life to be able to come home and it, and it doesn't actually feel that dissimilar. Um, so I feel really grateful and fortunate for that. And of course, to be reunited with our beautiful cat and dog. So, so that is the, the recap of some of the intentions, the lessons, and also my review and my feedback of the retreat that we went on. Uh, and so I hope that's been useful. I have had a few people reach out to me and ask how it was and that you would love for me to do a review. And so I thought I would share it. Um, and so that is my honest review of Gwingana and our, our week away in Queensland. So I encourage you as well, you know, if you have a holiday book to really consider well, what, what is your intention for the holiday? What's the purpose or intention for the holiday? And how could you maybe bring a bit more of that intention into the holiday and, and, and really make it intentional with, with what you are doing as you as you give yourself that time to recharge and, and give yourself that time away. So as always, thank you for tuning in. A little bit of a different podcast this week, a little just bit of a personal share. Uh, but thank you so much for tuning in. If you didn't catch last week's episode, uh, the 10-minute tune-up, I definitely recommend going back and doing that one. I've actually done it a couple of times in the last week and it's been really beautiful just to take 10 minutes to tune in to your body, your mind, your spirit and, um, and refocus for the day. So as always, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a beautiful week ahead and sending you so much love for wherever you are on your journey. That's this week's episode from Relaunch My Life Radio, live from Australia. Visit us at relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. And remember, it's never too late to relaunch your life.